not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. And there we are. We are live on the internet, on our YouTube channel, and around the world. Rants, what's up? This is Slurp Toast episode 58, titled to be determined as we go along. <laughs> How's dinner? Rushed. <laughs> what are we having this evening? The um, a big Italian from Quick Trip, more than a gas station. <laughs> so there's the ad that I'm, I lost in a restaurant. And <laughs> the ad that I'm sure they'd be um, thrilled to see. <laughs> Here's one of your greasy used napkins. <laughs> so when they move into That's France, <laughs> France will be ready. <laughs> Oh, well, aside from me rushing you through your uh, gas station dinner, what else is going on? Okay, I'll talk for a minute while you chew. I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. Oh, oh, he's ready. We did it. We were doing uh, leadership training. Okay. So we we were rushed because I was doing the online uh, leadership seminar from six till seven didn't leave me a lot of time to uh, get something to eat so gotcha I yeah the no, gas I... station real quick and <laughs> hey it's at least not a stack of candy bars and a bag of chips <laughs> so is this gas station near the house or was it just on the way home from work it's near the house the classes gotcha. are online so oh that's right you said that sorry <sighs> no no so it, it just makes it easy to yeah come home yeah watch them and do them in your shorts <laughs> so um i have nothing written down for tonight so this is going to be complete <laughs> and and total improv for an hour we'll see where this takes us okay this can be fun uh, oh it always is so what's been going on since last we spoke um you, did stop. you go to opening no. day did go to opening day opening and day huh We lost. Sorry. It sucked. Oh, who'd you lose to? I wasn't even paying that close attention. Was it a division game? Just nod yes or no. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Wasn't the White Sox. I know you'd remember if you had lost to the White Sox. So I know that. Oh, much. yeah. <laughs> I'd still be angry. Yes, I know. No, it was, uh, it was the Twins. Twins. Well, there's twice yeah. as many of them. Um, there's twice as many of them. I will say, I do like the pitch clock. I I want to go to a game so I can see that on my own, see that in person. I, I'm looking forward to that um, to get the game back under control. <laughs> okay, that's it. Last bite. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Swallow. No. <laughs> <laughs> bite. Chew. Choke. Swallow. Um, Try to avoid that third step, though. Yeah. 
No, the pitch pot, the pitch clock is great, actually, because you know you've been to a game, so you know it's like <laughs> one okay, or two, yes, yeah, one or two. So the pitcher gets up there and he kind of, you know, futzes around on the mound. He shakes off a bunch of signs. He steps off the rubber and he kind of, you know, does the thing with the rosin bag. And then the batter, he kind of steps out and he adjusts the gloves and then he does this and then he adjusts the gloves again. And then he gets in there and you basically, while that's all going on, you go on your phone and you go onto Facebook and you read a couple of posts. And uh, when you look up, <clears throat> they still haven't pitched. You know, you're actually <laughs> responding to posts. Oh, no, just at the ball game. Call me later. You know, now they get into the bat. Eventually, box. somebody's going to throw a pitch. Well, yeah. But now they get on the mound, they get in the bags, and you go to check your phone and you go, Oh, I'm at the game. Call me later. And you've missed the complete at bat. <laughs> it just zooms on through. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. Moves things right along. It does. How I long was the game, game uh, you were at? How long? Two and a half hours. But it featured a double play on bases loaded at first and home. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah. You're cutting, cutting in and out. All I heard was bases loaded at first at home. So it didn't make any yeah. sense. A double play with uh, bases loaded. The guy chops it down the first baseline, and instead of like running through or at the first baseman, he just kind of uh, does one of these things and gets thrown out at first and also at home. So it was a great day. Excellent baseball. Nice. That's a great way to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet. Not a Sorry. Game. But the pitch clock. Was, I don't live in a nice... major league city anymore. We have a minor league team, but it's way north. Way north. So, cool. Um, let's see. You want to want to do what's on your desk early and see if that prompts anything? All right. <laughs> Since we'll, yeah, I can do that. So, <laughs> and unfortunately, it's also baseball related. But, uh, That's all right. Tops. So, Tops does, um, I don't know how closely you follow baseball cards or anything. A couple of years ago, they started doing these little projects, right? <clears throat> and they would hire, um, okay. like, they were hiring urban artists, uh, you know, not urban, but like hip artists, or I don't know what the criteria was, because frankly, some of them sucked. But they would hire some artist, and he would do, you know, he riff on traditional baseball cards, and and so forth and so on. And they've done like three or four series of these. And um, anyway, I picked one up because I like the artist. The guy's name is Matt Taylor. And okay. if you ever look at these tops, Project 70, Project 100, Projects, I don't remember the other name. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I mean when I say that some of these just flat out suck. Um, but anyway, oops. So this is what's on my desk. It is there the it is. Project 70. Oh. Oh, I like that band right in the middle. That is uh, Doc Ellis. <laughs> Doc Ellis. And look at that kind is of. Is it the uh, LSD-inspired <laughs> Doc Ellis? <laughs> yes. I threw so a no-hitter like on acid. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
So I was looking at stuff, and they, you know, they've got fun. I have not have, seen those. Those are fun. You should, if you get a chance, check them out. Some of the artists they've got do like toy designs and are kind of known in that. I don't know what the what the subculture that you would call them being in is. Um, I think they're just fresh and they take hot takes on things or something like that. Uh, but anyway, the fresh hot this takes. guy, yeah, fresh, fresh, hot takes, hot, fresh takes. Uh, this guy who did this card, he's done a bunch. Uh, he, he's got a Babe Ruth. that's pretty cool. He also did a uh, sort of like the rookie card for Nolan Ryland. Is it just babes running by hookers and booze? No, no, no. This guy also mm -hmm. does posters for Mondo. So, if you've ever seen his work oh. in Mondo, rest in peace, rest in peace, Mondo. Thanks, Funko. Nice job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Although they put out a letter that no, they didn't really yeah. kill it. They just fired As... all the creative people, and they're going to bring the posters back, but in like much higher quantities. So, you know, you as an Austonian, five hundred that hurts. Yeah, it should. I think everybody yeah. in that sort of 500 of one. I mean, yeah, the gallery was great. Did they we close stuff there? Serious lag going here. Yes, we do. Here, so this is interesting. The gallery. Uh, they were. Um, Laying everybody off, but I mean the gallery was super. Um, can you hear me at all? I hear you in bits and pieces. I get the lag. <clears throat> yeah, we. This is going to be an interesting episode. I'm working to see if I can run a uh, uh, a cable over to the modem. I'm not sure which in there our lag is on me or you, but anyway, yeah. So Mondo, poor one of them. Um, so I rushed to dinner as well tonight because I left work a little late and then Laura and I are going on a trip this weekend. So she had me stop and pick up some things she had ordered. So while I was on my way, I swung by the, the Walmart because I'm looking for the, uh, the Walmart exclusive MJF action figure. I have not found it yet, but I'm still looking. But okay. in the meantime, I found this guy and, um, yeah, <laughs> could not Frank behind. No, that's, that's After a over the fact that there was actually a Frank Zappa pop. I was like, well, that's going home with me. Uh, I want to know who voted yes and which ones voted no, given how contentious the estate of that man is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Frank's going over here. I, I couldn't leave the Frank Zappa pop behind. I just was like, I can't believe that exists and B, that I did not know it exists. So, oh yeah! Every now and again, Funko does something right. <laughs> he says the guy has been collecting for twenty years. Uh, one more thing, I'm still on the mic. <laughs> but uh, you want to talk about cool things on yeah, the sure. desk? You will appreciate this. I yeah, have been looking for one of those. Car. Is that glow in the dark? Is that no? Glow in the it's dark? black light. Black light. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew they were making Etrigan. I, I do need one of those. 
We both just dropped off the screen because we're gonna we're gonna double up on what's on your desk apparently. So I have another one. <laughs> I'll see your demon and raise you some voodoo. Oh, that one is cool. That's okay. So we can talk about this. Walgreens has evidently somebody who's a buyer who is a huge '80s, early '90s Marvel fan because <laughs> they have they have I think some of the coolest exclusives like the brother voodoo is mm-hmm. is amazeballs uh long shot is cool they did omega red they've done jubilee in the jim lee costume uh nightcrawler a good nightcrawler um, i went I stopped in to get they have the other day <laughs> yeah you yeah. never know when you're gonna see anything there that's been my experience and it's like even from store to store, store there's no consistency but like anytime I'm in one, I will run down that half an aisle just to see. And the one by my, the one closest to my house, uh, I had that uh, Hercules and two long shots. And I need to go back for a long shot because as an, as an 80s comic kid, you need long shot. We also need a mojo. I'm just saying. And I think the mojo should be not the 10 inch size, but he should be one of the deluxe sizes. The big so, one. Uh, mm-hmm, a little bit bigger. They also yeah. did a black light Godzilla. Ooh. Tell so me more, you, sir. Uh, okay, so one, I think black light they overdo black light because they do like, you know, 50 million black lights. But some of them are just pointless. You know, like uh the first ones they did were kind of like the same characters they did those 70s black light posters. Right. So you got right. like Doctor Strange and that stuff. <clears throat> so those were cool. And then those they did sense. like then they did Rogue and Magneto, and you're kind of like, why? And then they did some Batman and Joker, and then they did Alice in Wonderland, and then they okay, did that one works. Things. Alice in Wonderland works. Um, but they've just done like all kinds of crazy shit in Blacklight. And I was basically at the point of like, Blacklight sucks. This is so stupid. And then I saw this hot pink uh, Godzilla. I was like, uh, it all sucks except for that one. And then I saw the good chase. It was like, and that one makes the cut too. Yeah. It's important to carve out your, your niche, your your stronghold there. This so does the Godzilla glow does he blacklight along his spine? You know, I don't know. And I don't have it handy. I think I That's all right. Moving stuff around so I know he's in a box right now. I just gotta <laughs> find the box, and I gotta find something. My little black light flashlight batteries. I mean, it's dead, dead. You know, one of these little five dollars uh-huh. ones that you buy. Yeah. You know, impulse buy. Ooh, a candy bar. Oh no, a flashlight with LEDs. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, <laughs> I'll blind the neighbors. And a laser pointer. Yeah, <laughs> and a laser pointer. <laughs> something that you just you don't really need. Right. Um, right. But like uh, most of yeah. the stuff on my desk, yeah. Well, that's the whole <laughs> point of what's on your desk, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> a good episode of what you're on your desk. We had some good shit this time. Yeah, no, the Etrigan one. Um, there, there was a place near me, and I knew that they would have it at a at a a chase price. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I paid more for it than I, I wanted. I would love to have been able to like been there when they opened the case and go, oh, I'll take that one. And then, of course, be like, oh, no, 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 this is special. Uh, uh, it's spoken for already. And then they go in the back and they mark it up and they put it on the <laughs> shelf because fuck them. Um, <laughs> but you're not bitter and that's what's important. 
you get used to getting screwed by some of these places. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, there's that. I, I mean, Target and Walmart. Yeah, they'll put stuff out, and you'll sometimes find a chase, or you know, you'll sometimes find a chase. This particular store, I, I suspect. Uh, I know they put the chases back behind the counter, jack up the price, and then they also uh, Funko pass the sodas. savings on to you. Yeah, pass the savings on to us. So like Funko sodas, which come in these little cans, and they're one of six chase pieces. Mm -hmm. I'm selling Underdog, by the way. If anybody wants one, just hit me up. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> there's the there's the, the Twitter handle right there. Yeah, on the screen. If anybody wants it, there for you. <laughs> you ship so, friends. Um, Yes, we shipped to France. Yeah, it costs you <laughs> ten times more than the price of the toy. But we 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 see trebuchet, my friends. Um, but okay, so here's if you open up a, a, a soda unboxing. Woo! Unbox, unbox, unbox. Do we have a sound effect? Uh. <laughs> That one, that That's one. That's the yes. unboxing sound effect. That's All right. yes, the mystical fairies. Voila! <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, we finally landed on a sound effect for that. <laughs> okay, so here's what this other place does: is that they come with these handy pogs, right? Okay. I don't know if I call them handy or not. Some people get really bent. Oh no, the pog's got to be perfect. And it's like, God damn you people! When are you going to worry about the quality of this, right? <laughs> Instead of the quality of this and the quality of that. Um, Your priorities you are askew. Yeah. So if you open it up, the pog and the pog will tell you if it's chase or not. And so, I had bought a couple of these sodas from that place. And I got home and I'm like, these aren't wrapped right. Well, I think they're opening them up, taking out the chases because you don't have to open the blind bag inside. You just can open it up, see the pod, go, oh, it's a chase. Oh. And then re-shrink wrapping the uh, the others. Oh. Because you're like, that's going, a, that's not the right shrink wrap. That's dirty dealing right there. Uh-huh. So that, and they also charge like five bucks more for them than anybody else. So it's like I bought one. I go, that's not wrapped right. Okay, it's not a chase. That's cool. I went back and I was going to grab another one, and they jacked the price like four dollars in between a Monday and a Wednesday, and I was just wow. like, uh, yeah, this is not happening. I am not buying any more shit from you guys. So, is it a comic shop, a toy shop? What is it? You want to no, burn them? You want to burn them right now? <laughs> yeah, no, they're <laughs> they're uh, called vintage stock. And they, mm -hmm. they sell used goods. And I don't know if they've reached Texas or not, but they're big in Missouri, big in Oklahoma. Um, and yeah, it's just, okay, you know how we've talked about like when you go to half price books to sell your books and you're like, I've got 30 first editions. And they're like, yeah, $5. Um, yeah, yeah. Store credit, $2 cash. Uh <laughs> These guys do the same thing because I went and I, I tried to sell some books there and I go, how do you guys come up with your pricing? And she goes, well, we, we take what we think the final sale price, you know, we have it all built in. So we would sell it for, you know, $19 and then we'd put it on sale for $12 and then we would clearance it out at like $6. And so, so we you're going to give you three. Exactly. And so you're like going, okay, so I've got a pop and you're going to sell that pop for 
you know, $14.99. But then when you clearance it out, you're going to sell it for, you know, $3.99. So I guess I will go ahead and just sell it on Facebook <laughs> for, you know, <laughs> next to seven bucks. Plus seven bucks. And I actually come out slightly ahead. I don't lose quite as much money. <laughs> yikes yikes um we should talk about the hotel apocalypse the pending hotel apocalypse um yeah so first parts <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh not too much away and i don't know that it's like a big secret but tomorrow's the day that the hotel rooms for comic-con go on go online and I've not participated in this, so I need you to Obi-Wan me through this. So tell so me what we're doing what tomorrow. You do, uh, well, okay, so what we're going to do tomorrow is, uh, I think kind of like with tickets, is maybe open a browser window or two. You have one open, I'll have one open. Um, and then it's the same thing as their waiting room for tickets. They they you You go into the waiting room, and then it's noon our time uh they start moving people into the room okay and at that time all you do is put in for the hotels you want to stay at and for the nights oh shit. so you'd say i, I want you know four nights at uh, the bayfront hilton um or whatever and then you um can you say any of the above you only get to pick so many hotels. Um, okay. You know, you can pick like, and yeah, you can only pick. Yes. You only, you pick the hotels that you want. So, It'll, you know, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you throw it in there and hopefully um, you hear in the next week or so that you got into the hotel, one of the hotels on your list. Wow. Yeah. And then also you can just tell them you want to be on a wait list and then watch your email. Because if you don't get in, the place I stayed last year, I, I wait listed. Mm-hmm. And that okay. came available. And I mean, it was a small room. You saw it. <laughs> it we, you could barely turn around in it, but it, it did the job, though. I mean, it was barely what it turn was. Around. Absolutely. It was what it was. Um, but I got that through the wait list. And actually, okay. I, I think I told you guys, I was like, I actually picked the wrong hotel. I thought it was another one a couple blocks away. Um, but you were pretty close. I mean, all things considered. All things together. Yeah, it's really weird because, you know, you've got like a, a whatever, Fifth Street, the main street for the, the gas lamp. Yeah. And the way the convention center is set and the way the roads run, you're like two blocks off of Fifth but you appear to be four blocks closer to the convention center. <laughs> well, because yeah, I could just walk out triangulates down there. Mm-hmm. You kind of come to a point down, down there at the. Yeah. 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 Right there by the uh, grand Bay Manchester Hyatt. Right. Um, it does kind of come to a point. So even though you're staying here and it feels like you're way the fuck away, you're only like four blocks down the street and you're there. And there was a Ralph's like and you're a block only... and a half away. So 
you know, I, I, I loaded up that first night, <laughs> got a bunch of groceries. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we were right across the street from the Seven Eleven last year, which was convenient for walking mm-hmm. to the convention center too. Oh, Those yeah. are always nice. So, okay, so we'll do that tomorrow. I guess mm-hmm. we'll, you'll tell me, you'll let me know maybe which hotels we want to uh, to shoot for. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think so. Uh, like I said, the one that I was at last year wasn't bad. Uh, it was small, and I know they have like two queen bed sets. what are they are they like bumped up together like old married couples you know like two little twin beds pushed together it's like just enough room to walk sideways rooms somewhere huh yeah walk around like this yeah exactly there's a marriott that that's uh in that downtown loop that's uh like a block and a half from (laughs) A house of blues uh and you know it's like you go over and okay. then you're on fifth street i know about where that is you just go right into the heart um i've stayed there a couple times yeah. it's nice i like it uh okay you know hard well, rock send send like me a really list cool. four hundred dollars uh, yeah yeah well you know i and i believe i owe you from a previous hotel stay so um i'm gonna cover this one um so, no, no, no. This the last be... time we How went long are you going to be there, too? Uh, to be determined, probably at least through Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, probably. Because okay. I only have Thursday and Friday tickets. So mm-hmm. I come in on Wednesday, as I we usually do, and then stay through Friday. And then sometimes Saturday is probably a good plan for me. Okay. Yeah. That's my, my, my rough sketch as of, as of now. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, no, I'm looking kind of forward the, to it. Uh, you know, I, it's weird. I'm, I'm in a kind of a lull of, of like, like I went to Planet Comic Con here, was excited mm-hmm. to go, got there, and was just kind of like, um, where are the comic books? Where are the vintage toys? Where are. <laughs> Yeah, it just was really kind That's of a lean room for the pops. You know what they they, I, they uh, were a I, bunch of we don't have pops, a real you would you would think Austin would have I'm sorry go ahead. you would no, no, think no. Austin would have a decent con, yes. but it doesn't. I'm, I'm like really don't have a good con here. Wizard World. So at least you have one. Yeah, they, but you know they stopped we, that. And they sold those. Did they? They're all gone. Yeah, they now? sold them to people that do all the. They they rolled them in with the company that does all the Canadian conventions, whatever that I can't remember the name of it, but. Okay. You're getting choppy again. So, yeah, I know, I know. Can you hear me now? Uh huh. This may be a. Sh- this. May- <laughs> uh, um. Did- yeah. 
Yeah, it's really weird. No, okay, yeah, you, hear me? I hear bits and pieces. Uh oh, blue cables. <laughs> I don't even know where the. I don't even know if this computer's got a a land connection. Um, I said, did you see <laughs> Quantum Mania ever? No, I've never did. I could never get Kristen to go, and I could have gone this last weekend. She went to Babe went to Denver. Kristen went to St. Louis, but instead, I I cleaned out the garage and went to bed at ten o'clock. Right, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, I was tired and I hurt. I had a I have an air filter down in the basement, and mm -hmm. uh, I haven't changed the filters in I don't know five years. Have y'all been there that long so, already? Yeah. So I unplugged it because you know you know it's a basement. Even though it's finished and it's dry, you sometimes get a little must. Uh, I turned the air filter off and all the must smell went away. I got my new filters out. I popped the thing off. I mean, these things were jet black. Ooh. <laughs> was, I'm like going, well, that can't be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm, I'm not filtering so much as um, blocking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you even call that at that point. I, but you know, those of us, let those of us with clear filters cast the first stone. I've done the same thing. It's uh -huh. like, oh yeah, because we have um, all of our indoor stuff is in uh, in the space above the second floor. Okay. And the uh, there's a name for the little tiny door, and one of the guys told me one time, and I forgot what it is, but it's it's um it's in the land, it's above the landing on the second floor, so it's not in a room. It's literally, you go up the stairs and there's a landing, and the thing and is up there. A... <laughs> I'm like, so I'm gonna get on the ladder, on the landing, into the at. Okay, I'm gonna die. So yeah. that one, um, <laughs> I'm not, I don't change that one as regularly as I should because it's terrifying. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. When we remodeled I'm... our old office, they they jammed some of those filters up there to the point where I was like, oh my god, I hope we move before we have to change those because we are never getting to them. <laughs> <laughs> I watched those guys go up there like because we've had to replace both ACs in the last year, mm -hmm. um, which is no fun. Uh, but um, yeah, watching those guys go, well, do you have a ladder? You have got this rickety six footer. Oh, that'll do. No, bring your own into my house. <laughs> <laughs> I work with guys that do OSHA. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not, yeah, no, I get the filter thing, though, for sure. Oh, it was just so, and it's all it is, is one of those just, I mean, um, it's just one of those little towers, you know, like a couple of inches, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's like three foot tall, something like that. Um, but is yeah, it like I, in a wall or does it freestanding? No, 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 this is just a freestanding one I can move around. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. I got but you. I also changed, they... Um, you know, I guess there was a time where everybody thought, oh, if you have this electrostatic air filter, it'll charge and capture all those molecules and dust atoms and shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, let's put magnets on our fuel lines because it'll align the gas molecules so they burn easier. Doesn't work. That's not how science works. Uh, that's how science snake science. oil does. Science, science. 
but they had those two electric units and I was like, I am not running this because I'm deathly afraid of burning my house down. Um, I'll go back with the old passive, you know, four inch air filter. Oh yeah. You know, um, I finally put one of those in after three years of living in the house and changed it out over the weekend. So Kristen came home to a house you could breathe in. (laughs) (laughs) How's that working out for you? She's breathing okay. All right. <laughs> More better for her than for me. <laughs> Although it's nice to come down the stairs and not like smell black death because that's basically <laughs> what you've created in the corner. Yeah, you were you were harvesting mold down there. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, I guess if we wait long enough, the black mold will create some kind of compound that's not deadly. I don't know. Either that or you'll turn into the things from the, the rest of us. The Last of Us. <laughs> there we go. That's what I was doing is home science experimentation. There you go. It's all in the name of science. Schmeyance. Science. Science. Oh, did I tell you, we took Babe to her, like, you know, meet the camp, the, the camp counselors. I'm sorry. The faculty advisors at K-State. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? That was actually, so we went, toured the campus. Um, It's a college town. Um, Right. It's basically a town, or I'm sorry, it's a college that they they kind of like shanty the town around, just kind of pushed it up. And that's in Lawrence? Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, Lawrence. Little Apple. The Little Apple. Oh, no. Yeah. It, it It was like, I was expecting everything to be, you know, because it's a state school, I was expecting it to be this. And it is a big campus, but I was expecting one of those sprawling, you know, where it dominates the whole, I mean, and it does dominate, but it does it on such a smaller scale than like a Mizzou or a KU. Um, but we, she wants to do athletic training and physical therapy. So we met some of those professors and he goes, yeah, he goes, you guys are going to do this, talk about this, talk about programs. And then he goes, and then they're going to bring you down. And you're going to get to tour my lab. So we go in the lab and it is a lab and test tubes and shit and, and things, right? And, <laughs> and you're you know, looking the, for radioactive spiders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, they don't have like the Frankenstein <laughs> things going, which <laughs> is he, disappointing. Let's see, building a man on a slab. That's all I want to know. Not building a man on a slab. He didn't show up in fishnets in a cape. <laughs> no, not at all. It wasn't. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, Come up <laughs> to the lab and see what's on the slab. Uh, Rocky gets it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we walk in. And um, he goes, hey, good to see you guys again. This is my lab. And uh, he goes, yeah, come, don't be shy. Come on in. Here are two of my research assistants. And this is my other research assistant. And I look over, and he has this little rat, like, taped down to the table. Okay? Oh, God. <laughs> right? Spread eagle, taped down. Alive? He's open, yeah, alive. Oh. He's open from here to here. And they have a little tiny trach tube in this guy. And I was like. It was like, oh, look, I, I think dad kind of wants to see what's going on with the rat. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> so now babe I and I are This looking. guy's going to be taking taking over the world tonight. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, maybe if he comes out of it. So, yeah, it's like 
what's he doing? And they're like, oh, he's got a trach tube. They've anesthetized the rat. They're going to put some catheters in him so they can test, re, you know, if I give you this compound, how do the receptors work? He's doing like blood pressure testing on these rats. And so I'm I was both like, fascinated and horrified at the same time. I was time. way more fascinated than horrified. <laughs> I mean, but the funny thing is it's that an odd is, mix I'm having over here. But yeah, instead of like, you know, like torture chamber, you know, manacles, it's just strips of tape. Like, <laughs> like tape, athletic tape. Cloth tape, paper tape. Yeah, like athletic, like I athletic, sold a, athletic tape. Yeah, I've yeah. sold a lot of tape in my day. So I'm just curious now. <laughs> So yeah, so they got the little 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 Joe the rat is just strapped down to the table. Not strapped, taped down to the table. <laughs> it's an important difference there. Got a it's little more, pillow it's behind more his head. It's more torturey if it's straps. Yes, it's very gentle. It's you know, the tape doesn't rip all the hair off of its little tiny arms, but you we know. shaved him before we taped him down. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to think about it. Did they shave the rat? No, I thought I had lost you again. <laughs> no, no, you were no. actually pondering. <laughs> Trying to recall, did they did they did they shave the rat? No. But yeah, I mean, and it was kind of just just spread eagle, little trach tube, and he's sticking wires in it and stuff like that. And you're okay. just kind of like going. I turned to Babe as we left, and I was like, "For the love of God." You have to go into research. (laughs) 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 Thought we were going with that makes me a little eel. (laughs) I'm not there yet. I'm I'm close. Okay. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and it was kind of cool because then I started talking to a professor, and I was like, so you know does a rat's physiology so similar that it scales up to humans? And he's like, yeah, actually mammals very, very similar. If a compound works here, we'll test it on, you know, a larger mammal and then how that goes, we get into human testing, but that's way down the line. And I was like, you know, what are you testing? He's like blood pressure medicine. I was like, Oh, cool. Right up my alley. You know, what do you want to know? (laughs) (laughs) Give me one doc. What happens? What you got on the counter, man? I'll try it. (laughs) You only live once. Yeah. As long as I don't end up, you know, taped to a table, I'll be okay. (laughs) You, they would have to shave down. Yes. Yes, they would. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And and it's one of those where you like, you look at your life and you're like, I have no regrets. But the choices I made, I walked out and was immediately like, man, I fucked up. Tomorrow I'm going to go in and work on setting up 30 iPads and I could be cutting rats open and shooting them full of drugs. I made the wrong choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, leadership training. Yeah, that's very exciting. Emotional intelligence, very exciting stuff. What if I shot you up with (laughs) compounds? How far do I have to cut you to get a trach down your throat and shut you up? <laughs> yes, absolutely. How many rolls of duct tape would it? Oh, whoops, and we've got into serial killer. I was going to say, and that's how you get the John Wayne Gacy head gain. You want to see? They wanted to be researchers, too. They that's just right. did it at home. Hey, Mr. Sprouse, another box of duct tape for you. What's going on? 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, hey, drink this. <laughs> I've never told you this story. One time, many years you ago. killed a guy? <laughs> it looked like it. <laughs> we had one of the cats was living outdoors, right? And so we put this food out. And then, okay. and then we started seeing this possum coming to eat his food. All right, well, you know, whatever. Then the possum just started hanging out on the back patio. Um, oh, just hanging out? Just hanging out, waiting for food. Yeah, that wasn't really working with me because I, I know they're beneficial marsupials and all, but they creep me out. So and he was in the same spot for a couple of days. I know it's a possum, but I thought he was dead. I know, I know. So one night I went out <laughs> to get him, get rid of it, and I slid the uh, shovel under it, and I got the... <laughs> Oh, not dead. <laughs> so I went, yes. wham. <laughs> Flip. Wham, wham. <laughs> he didn't hiss again. But then I'm like, oh, shit. Now I'm in the backyard. I got to get rid of this possum. So I went in the garage, and I got some visqueen and some duct tape. And I rolled him up, <laughs> taped it up. So I'm, like, walking through my backyard with a shovel in one hand. And this, this little tiny body bag in the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, if any of the neighbors are looking at their second floor windows, they're going to come check on Laura because it looks like I've beheaded her and buried the body in the backyard. Somewhere like three houses away is some kid with a broken leg and a telescope. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, God, he's cutting his wife up. Yeah, sure he is, kid. <laughs> uh, I don't like possums. No, but we got to work in a rear window. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> or suburbia for younger people. Yes, uh, right, right. <laughs> oh, I thought of you, I thought of you last night when we were having the conversation with my oldest son. We finally caught him. Uh, he had gone to Houston with his girlfriend for Easter weekend. His parents oh. and the grandma and the grandmother got to have oh. brunch with the grandma at the bougie <laughs> retirement home. Anyway, we called to talk about, you know, how things are going to work here moving forward. And he was like, well, I'd, I'd like to stay in Dallas for the summer. Oh, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> well, she lives in Houston. So, I mean, like, well, okay. where are you planning to live? Well, we were looking at a house for him and Connor and their two friends that Jack's rooming with now because they're okay. kicking all the upperclassmen out of the dorms because UT Dallas does not have enough dorms for their rapidly growing campus. Okay. So they're kicking all the upperclassmen out of the dorms and the apartments. They have on-campus apartments, which is pretty cool. Um, anyway, so we're looking for a house with the other parents. And, He'll well, be a guess, junior? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I found myself thinking, wasn't that the summer that you stayed and worked in the warehouse up there uh -huh. in Rock Island? Yeah. I was like, oh. I've, uh, between I've... junior and senior years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I misremembered. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been expecting that conversation, quite frankly. I mean, like, he likes it up there. So I've been expecting that. To like, stay up there. Yeah. You either got to take classes or get a full-time job and start stacking some cash. You are not staying in Dallas and just farting around all summer. That ain't happening. No, you're going to run out of money real quick. Well, he's out of money already. I don't know oh, how he's okay. eating. He's <laughs> He pissed through his uh, last summer money about halfway through the first semester. I don't know how he's getting by. I think Mama's subsidizing ramen but, uh, baby ramen he's apparently gotten the kroger club card and is finding some really good deals that he's subsisting 
Jeez. weak old bread. <laughs> ground meat, not ground beef. <laughs> I want that from Roseanne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got like just ground meat for like a buck and a half a pound. <laughs> you mean ground beef? Right. Ground meat. <laughs> <laughs> or as they say in our homeland, grind meat. Grind meat, yeah. <laughs> so I uh I don't know what's happened, but I've rediscovered the joy of ramen noodles. <laughs> like, so, babe, for whatever reason, she just buys these, you know, we get her, she'll just eat ramen whenever she needs between dance. Sure. You know. And so I found these bigger bowls of ramen noodles, you know, that were like super hot spicy. And you kind of look at it and be like, well, that's, that's, that's like a, a buck and a half microwave dinner. Just add water. It's not really lean cuisine. And, you know, it's mostly sodium, but not all. <laughs> so you're kind of like, I'm going to get a couple of these. Pack. Well, then my kid eats them. <laughs> like, I was really looking to try the teriyaki chicken beef stir fry, you know. And then I forgot that the best thing to do when you do eat ramen is break those things in half because you're trying to twirl the noodle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the whole bowl comes up. I went the other way. What noodle right? in broth? <laughs> <laughs> the Albertsons in Lafayette used to sell these uh, like six packs of bean and cheese burritos for like three bucks. Oh, my. And they were. That can't they be were, healthy. Well, they were. They, were, they weren't like. They were made in, in house. They were pretty fresh. Oh. So, I mean, they weren't okay. like you know, like they were in the they weren't in the freezer section. They were in the cold section. I'm like, okay, you can get those and jazz them up a little bit, and that'll fill oh, you yeah. up. So I've you know. done that, and you do. You walk through the deli section, and you're like going, huh? Well, they've already gone and filled them their green peppers with cream cheese and bacon. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my life much easier. Yeah. My wife is like, why do we have Hawaiian uh, soaked chicken breasts? And you're like, what? Well, you know, we, it's one step we don't have to do. <laughs> Who doesn't like soy sauce and pineapple? Exactly. <laughs> I guess that's what it's soaked in. I don't know. I'm just guessing based on the description. Yeah. It's got some little crushed up herb on it. So that's probably pretty good. Not, it won't kill you right away. <laughs> I mean, I've been living in black moldville, so I'll be okay. You've built up an immunity. I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so on old man day where I, the family's gone, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to go up. I'm going to watch these movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was up at six, stupidly. I don't know why. It's like, just roll over and go back to bed. Clean the basement. Started the laundry. Uh, by 10 o'clock, I was out doing stuff in the yard um i had i had got so much stuff done i even took a bike ride so i went around the neighborhood wow. a couple times. hadn't ridden the bike in you know the winter months so that hurt um <laughs> how far did you go three blocks i fucking can't walk <laughs> <laughs> um i mean you know straightened up we got our kitchen finally done put back together oh that's right i forgot it all finished um, they got to come back and do the nail holes, which ah. I'm trying to understand what the, anyway, what, why you didn't do that after you like put the pieces in, you just go through with the little spackle. It's like, why do you have to come back for that? Right. Uh, but yeah, I organized the junk drawer, cleaned out the fridge, got rid of the recycling, bought new bins, swept the garage. Yeah. 
so then, you know, went to dinner at Twin Peaks because I was treating myself and, you know, I don't know. I felt gross. Uh, <laughs> and the food's not that good. As my <laughs> wife referred to me the other day, and I'm still sore about it, we are men of a certain age. I was lamenting the quantity of blue shirts and blue button-down shirts in my closet. And she goes, well, you are a man of a certain age. I was, don't say that. Yeah, that hurts. Say, that's that's cutting me real deep, Shrek. Don't say that. <laughs> it was just that Saturday Night Live skit they had like two weeks ago. The guys were going to try and buy drugs and all the drug oh, yeah. dealers. <laughs> man, my cocaine's so white, it stands like this to look at its yard. <laughs> And then the dude was on the wall. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that? That was some good yeah. absurdity. I like yeah, that yeah. one. That one was that whole episode was pretty good from start to finish. You know what I really liked a lot was the uh cold open last week with uh the uh the last uh, supper. Yes. <laughs> What's the dude's that came dude back is? in three days? Frankly, it could have done it a lot quicker. We're gonna make Friday great again. <laughs> Maybe TGI Fridays. <laughs> Every once in a while, with the fishes and bread, fishes <laughs> and bread, and then of course he was. You know, I'm a billionaire. I mean, he had a good business turning water into wine, pure profit. <laughs> it's really good. He is really good. That is one of my all-time favorite uh, I think president it was funny when impressions. He was, like, making fun of like Mikey Day in oh, the back. He was totally trolling him. It was great. Oh, like, oh, he's totally Still with the script. hands. <laughs> he, I was like, he is totally off script. He is just fucking with Mikey now. Well, if you break, if you break a major political figure, you can do this. <laughs> you don't have to stand there with the hands. <laughs> Still with the hands. <laughs> and you kind of wanted to see if they brought the lights up to see if you know how Mikey was handling it. Yeah, because he has kind of taken a back seat a little bit since the other cat left. Oh, yeah, yeah, Moffat. Um, yeah, since Moffat left, he, Mikey's been sort of backgrounded a little bit. Well, and I will say, I didn't know what it was going to like that um, uh, the little the Mexican Hispanic kid. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Puerto Rican, probably. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, the first time he did a segment on Update, you're like, okay, we're a little too over the top with. But the Short King thing. That was, was good. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and, and Che getting the audience to like to not laugh to stiff arm Colin Jost is amazing. Is my mic on? That's the meanest thing you've ever done to me. And that's saying something with their dynamic. Oh my god, I love it when they do joke swap because that shit oh, is so thing. wrong. That is my favorite, and they 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 usually do it before the break, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it this year. And I was so bummed. Oh. I, was like, I was like, oh, it's joke swap night. <laughs> Giddy all day. It was joke swap day. I bought, uh, bought tickets to go see Colin Jost live last Friday. He's gonna be doing oh, a show. really? He's, he's out on tour. And 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 my wife loves her from Colin Jost. So that was a birthday present. She's a Jostie? She is. I don't know. I've heard some really horrible things on that Sarah Squirm show or whatever. <laughs> She, I think they're, I think they are uh, getting her set up to take over update. I really do. Well, I think somewhere between like her and Bowen, maybe the new people that they've re-injected the weirdness into yeah. some of those things. They would, they would definitely <laughs> need somebody to straight man her, but I think she could be a great update host with the right partner. Uh, God, 
the guy who did David and who was the guy on the wall. Yes. <laughs> or you know who I think would be good would be Des Mukes and her. I think that would be because he could probably do a straight man really well with her completely off the wall. Or just shit. those guys from Don't Destroy. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the Nepo babies? <laughs> Nepo babies. There are all kinds of ethnicity in New York. College students, <laughs> Italians, Mexicans, and a whole lot of others. <laughs> I just watched that one while I was eating dinner. We had like the tail end of the last two episodes left. So we watched the, uh, the last 10 minutes of both, you know, the awesome the, weirdness. Yeah. The closing time sketch with Kate McKinnon and, you know, the one with her and Louis C.K. where they kiss through the saran wrap or maybe her and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> We, we watched. The, What's the, the opposite of an erection? <laughs> giving me the opposite of an erection. The, the C and Zen <laughs> sketch. No, I don't. It was on the. Uh, it was on the. Um, the one with the woman from uh, Abbott Elementary. It was like Trump's been indicted, or maybe it was the Molly Shannon. One. It must have been the Molly Shannon one. Uh, now that Trump's been indicted, you know, and your whole personality is built around him. You know, oh yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> and and as soon as we did that, we got done with that. I was just flipping through the channels, and Trump was on Tucker Carlson's show, and Laura goes, "We watched for about a minute and a half." And Laura goes, "Nope, nope, nope. I need that scenes in." <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, a perfect letter, perfect non-disclosure. <laughs> it's like, I, how I, it's amazing big of an to inferiority me. complex does that man have? Oh, massive. I mean, frankly, we could have done it better. If you ask me, we could have done it better. We could have, it's like, no, no, you couldn't. It was a perfect phone call. You know, big, big, strong men with tears in their eyes. I mean, some of that stuff has become so rote and so cliched. Yeah. That even it's... Eric's doing the, the, the spiel. <laughs> I was on the plane when my dad was indicted. People were coming up to me and hugging me and telling me they were so sorry. I was being arraigned, and they were, and you're just like, no, no, they weren't. That dude closed the door in your fucking face. Uh, well, Eric would say whatever he had to to get a little bit of affection from his old man, but again, well, that's Eric, a cliche too. But anyway, yes, but no, Eric. Eric tells a story of going into like <laughs> three different drugstores. People like he can't keep his story straight. I'm like, no, he's like a comedian on the road who's tailoring his material <laughs> to. <laughs> You know, whatever audience. Whichever tell, hey, you've been great, Cleveland. Hey, you've been great, Poughkeepsie. Exactly. You know, the tater salad. My agent booked me on a flight from Houston to Galveston because he doesn't own a globe. And then the next time it's, you know, two little cities that are close together. And yeah. <laughs> oh, and I sweat scotch out of every pore in my body. <laughs> body. <laughs> You got me. You got the tater. <laughs> I do like him. I do like him. I was it's funny because I was listening to uh some of the comedy channels on my way home and I stopped on a Jeff Dunham bit. I don't know why, because you can't see the puppets, but I stopped. Anyway. It was Walter, the old crunk, cranky old man. And at some point I realized he's barely doing voices anymore. He <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it was just a little crust on his regular voice. Walter's lost his personality. It's really Jeff, just Jeff just Dunham Jeff. talking while he has his hand up the wooden man's ass. 
Um, and at some point, it's just going to be Jeff walking on stage with his pants up around his nipples yeah. and just doing his same <laughs> old <laughs> man shtick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like you're just not even you're you've got that much money you don't even have to try anymore. Okay, great. Or 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 we put them on that that John Voight Kevin Sorbo career track, where <laughs> where where things take a turn, and and they blame uh, all the bitterness is this you know it's like no you you're not getting any roles anymore because you weren't that good of an actor to begin with, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> has nothing I would, to be I, Sorbo for sure. Void's oh just kind of nuts. Yeah, Void's yeah, Void is nuts. But yeah, Sorbo, Sorbo was never a good actor. No, I mean he just he's big and uh, had long hair and uh, you know that was I it. How he, I wonder how he feels about you know his most famous role being uh, a pagan god. Oh, <laughs> oh. I don't know. That'd be a fun <clears throat> question to throw at him sometimes. So, Kev, you're most famous for your your time playing, you know, Hercules. Hercules. As a serious Christian, <laughs> what do you think you playing a pagan demigod says about your faith, or lack thereof? <laughs> and then just watch his <laughs> head explode. Have you renounced all the all the wealth you accumulated playing? the pagan demigod or is that you know just work up a whole line of questions based around that and just watch (laughs) it spin out (laughs) oh man i'd like to get one of those the the prophets who's like you know god told me this god told me that it's like you know you're like oh for a hundred so what is the deal is god just fucking with you or are you making this up <laughs> well that's pretty much every prophet since the beginning of time i mean you know mm-hmm. I, I like jack as i said went to uh also went to easter service with his girlfriend's grandmother on sunday oh my. and then called my mother and told her so he's per- currently her favorite of the whole entire family because we pagans you know slept in um <laughs> but i'm like i was thinking about it, i'm like i love mythology always have I just don't understand how this particular one has had the legs that it has had because it's really um, kind of lazy and redundant. I'm not redundant. It's like cobbled together from the best parts of a bunch of other ones with a glossy hippie coating. I don't, I don't get it. I think it's the hippie coating. <clears throat> yeah. You know, my mother almost ran, ran me out of her house one time when I told her there was no way Jesus was a white dude. He just wasn't. There's no, there's no way. He's a Jewish carpenter? I don't think so. And he's white? No. No, no. no. He did not look like a doobie brother. No, he did not. <laughs> he looked like a brother's Karamazov. <laughs> the old juggler guys. <laughs> okay, now I'm torn between. <clears throat> I originally wrote down science schmience. <laughs> Now I have Jesus wasn't a doobie brother. Um, I like that one. Wasn't a doobie brother. All right, we'll go with that one. <laughs> no, he was not, and that's that. Uh, I my follows on Instagram uh, just get weirder and weirder <clears throat> as like the you know the algorithm takes you stopping for ten seconds and then throws eighty things at you. Yeah, yeah, the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> who wrote that piece of code? Because they should be 
forced to have to live by it. (laughs) Yeah. Stop fucking with me like that. Why are there so many boobs and, you know, and they're all man boobs. (laughs) What are you stopping on? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, so don't wait a minute. So I came across this uh, scrolling through and it's like, do Jews believe in reincarnation? Yes. Sold. Let's see what this man has to say. (laughs) Which then led into this spool of just like hip rabbi, hip Hasidic rabbis. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys are orthodox. (laughs) And they talk about like all the garments that they wear to their clothes, the black suits that are silk, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, you're like, man. You know, you look kind of like a a little bit of a chamele over here, but my God, <laughs> you're dropping big bucks for the custom <laughs> rabbis. Because that's Ric Flair money, man. It is, yeah. Woo! Boy, styling woo. and profiling and everybody. See, you're down, you're down the hip Jewish rabbi rabbit hole, and I've I've stumbled upon one that I really love. And I don't know if you've seen it. But there's this guy, huge black guy, and he's a process server. Have you seen this one? No. Where he tackles the deadbeat dads and then serves them. Oh, fun! He show, he's huge. He wears shoulder pads, <laughs> and he calls them out, and they turn around and they square off, and then he comes in low. He comes oh. in like here. Take out I mean, the he knees. He tackle them high. He goes full midsection and just lays these guys out and goes, wham, you've been served. And they're like trying to catch their breath. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a recipe for a lawsuit. I'm sure he's going to get sued. But, um, oh, absolutely. But it's amazing. Especially like, like when the, especially when the guys post up on him and he just goes, uh-huh, wham. And then he's like, <laughs> or then there's the ones where his, their buddies are like, they jump on him and he like lays into the buddies too. Oh wow! <laughs> just leaves a whole crew, nothing like just leaves a whole crew laying out. Well, you know, a deadbeat dad's running with uh, the best of the best. Yeah, there's one where like he lays out the deadbeat dad, then he hits another buddy, and there's a third buddy, and you see the camera pan to the third buddy, and he's up against the wall like this, ah! <laughs> runs off. Forget I'm even here. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. Don't know nobody. Yeah, the, the hip rabbis were are an interesting follow, but it is interesting to me to see Hasidic culture, and it is also I'm learning little things about them, and you know why do they put the veil over the bride's face, and that's because to remind us that beauty is within. It is you know looks may fade, but it's inner beauty that's important. So you're getting a little new perspective, but then that's led to a guy who's a PhD in comparative religion, who like debunks all like the crazy you know, um, Christian, you know, let me just tell you why God is good. And then they cut back to him because, all right, let's hear it. <clears throat> he did all this. <laughs> and then he goes into why the guy, you know, how the guy, I mean, he's a, he's a fun follow too. Well, let's um, do that on episode card break, 59. Guys. Let's do, fi- yeah, those are fun. Let's do, <laughs> let's do follows on episode 59. We'll, we'll put together for the next time. We'll, we'll do that again. There we go. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Deadbeat dads, rabbis, <laughs> card break guys, and card break guys. 
Maybe the algorithm's not fucking with me, but I'm fucking with it. Oh, I, I stopped one time, and there's this little twink in South Carolina who goes out to like all the fast food restaurants with his husband. And what am I having for to drink? And he's like, "Here's our CC's pizza orders." And I'm like, I watched one, and now it pops up. I'm like, "Well, goddamn it! What what horrible for them are they eating tonight?" I'm like. And, Ordered, I ordered the jalapeno shrimp poppers for the table, and for to drink, I'm having a, a chocolate martini. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll put that one in for them, too. That's, all you gotta do is watch one, and then it just keeps coming back. Well, that's the thing. And then this, this rabbi has friends, and so now I don't follow the friends because one of them is somewhere between rabbi and comedian rabbi. Um, But it is... Uh, because you're sitting there going, I thought Hasidics were kind of like the Amish, that they wouldn't do the whole, you know, cell phone or Instagram, yeah. TikTok posts. Wrong? Are we wrong about that? I, apparently, apparently we are. We are. Oh. Apparently we are. All right. Now I need to go wow. see if I can find any Amish on TikTok. <laughs> are you on TikTok? No, no, no. I'm okay. afraid of the Chinese spies. Yeah, I know. Uh, because nobody, none of the other ones are spying on us. All the good American companies aren't spying on us. No, no, they've got everything they need to know through all those goddamn surveys. <laughs> what Jedi are you? Oh, man, I'm a Jedi? Where would I like to vacation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a checking and a savings account. Yes. <laughs> What's that got to do with the color well, yeah, of my I, I blade? A... <laughs> oh, shit. We were so stupid. Social media came out. Blade. We gave it all away. Huh? We were so stupid when social media came out. I don't know. We got stupid or we were so, stupid? We were stupid. Just like we didn't realize they were farming us. We were soylent green. We didn't realize it at first. Oh, yeah. At first. And then once we realized, we just still kept eating our brothers. Yeah, we know <laughs> it's people. What do we care? <clears throat> um, um, um. It's delicious. Tastes good. <laughs> Tastes good. With a chocolate martini for the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. Connor uh, Connor posted, where's the in-depth task force episode? Give the people what they want. It's essential to the slurp toast lore. <laughs> Don't joke. We could do hours. Yes, yes, we could. <laughs> Maybe oh, we man. will. That'll be our next <laughs> tale from the tale from the crypt. Tales from the crypt. <laughs> oh uh, man. So I don't have anything else. No, I don't either. I, oh, now uh, he's just threatening us. Then do, boy. I know where you sleep. Isn't he just upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna. Well, he, the next comment will be. Smother him in his sleep. Here's the next comment. It'll be. I'm gonna drop kick you. Uh huh. Oh, I'm gonna tell a Connor story now. Just, just to taunt him. So. <laughs> well, what do you post? Then do. Okay. <laughs> so Saturday we went uh, hiking at uh, State Park that's nearby, right? Yeah, I saw uh, that. Um, pretty cool place. Um, there's a the Pedernales River runs through it, and depending on the river level there's a spot where the falls are that's 
been it's you know carved out all these caves and things in the limestone and it's pretty cool and the river was down so you could walk on those and nice so we walked through a lot of that and then we got to one point and on the other side this little i'm going to call it a lagoon because i don't know what else to call it there was a very visible cave mm-hmm. kind of cool kind of cool uh connor goes i want to go in the cave okay well he so he walks around you know and while he's walking i look over at where he's i know where he's going to want to go down because there's like a little cliff onto some some rocks some like smooth rock right okay jump down there there's no way he's gonna be able to get back up there (laughs) (laughs) and it's too far across this way without getting wet so but when he got around to the other side i said now have you figured out how you're gonna get back up yeah i'm just gonna hop back okay do you king all right go ahead so he jumped down went in the cave came back and i see and then he looked up And he realized he'd made a mistake. And I laughed and I said, so how are you going to get back up? He goes, um, I'm just going to go. Okay. And so rather than jumping up and grabbing, my genius son's idea was to throw his right leg up as high as he could. Like he was going to spin kick the rock into submission. I don't know what he was thinking. So okay. like, wham into the rock. And then he's looking at it. There was a guy, a guy sitting on the little rock beach with his girlfriend. And we were laughing at Connor. We and everybody else who could see Connor was laughing <laughs> at Connor. And the guy goes, you want to lift? Yeah. So he lifts Connor up, you know, gives him the heave. Then Connor beaches himself on going over the over the lip of the cliff. He's <laughs> just kind of teetering like he's going to fall backwards. And the guy had to push him again. Like, that was well planned out, son. Nicely done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Not enough oh, blood man. to run them both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk about uh, Jack and the girlfriend. Babe's got her boyfriend of like a I year. Was... <laughs> there it is. I'm going to drop kick you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the next comment. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, how is no, Holden? She... Oh, Holden's fine. They, they, they had prom. Like two weeks ago, um, but no, she, you know, it's like they go over to dinner. Their their family. <sighs> she went over to their dinner, their house for dinner, and it's uh, he's got two older brothers, a younger brother, younger sister. So their dinner was grandma and grandpa, mom, brother and girlfriend, brother and girlfriend, babe, wow. sister, a girl, boyfriend. I mean, that's a lot of you're people. Just, yeah, you're kind of sitting there going. Um, uh, you know, it is a high school boyfriend, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, he, he's got a brother who's uber Catholic. And so I was like, so how does he deal with the divorce? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not happy about it. Not happy about it. Dad. So I think I was wearing my rosary as a necklace one day. And it's like, what do you think of this? So it's supposed to be done. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Your glow in the dark rosary? Glow in the dark plastic there rosary. There you go. Yes. Yeah, given to me by a homeless man who said, you look like you could need, you could use this. <laughs> wow. Was that after fun days? <laughs> no, that was like my first day there. I was just walking downtown and this guy, hey, I was like, oh, hey, you look like you use one of these. Oh man, cool! Thanks. Uh, gave him a buck, got done, and opened it up. It's like, oh, cool, rosary. Oh, it glows in the dark. Snap! <laughs> I'm never Snap taking it, it off. 
I got emails from Ann Stephens. <laughs> she was, you're, you're not supposed to wear it as a necklace. I'm like, why not? It brings me closer to God. She's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> why not? Hey, it doesn't burn when it hits my flesh. I think I'm okay. <laughs> me and the big guy have an understanding. <laughs> we leave each other. Look, wide berths. Wide berths for everybody. <laughs> we could all do with wider berths, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of people, I hate. <laughs> you hate Ann? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Why? It was, weird, anyway, it was a so, weird segue. No, there was a guy at work who who quit finally. Okay. Uh, and this is a guy who 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 got mad after a meeting. He says, "One day I'm not going to be here, and it's all your fault." And I was like, "Oh, cool." Yeah. <laughs> what else are you supposed to say to that? But that actually, how can we expedite this? Yeah. That actually marked the last time I spoke to him in the office. Were you you forbidden from speaking to him? No, middle of December. (laughs) Wow. And he's a director. He was like up on our same level. And I was just like, I I can't. I, I mean, that, that act to me was so immature and so disrespectful. And so just fuck you. Um, it's like I don't have any use for this guy. None. Yeah, that's fair. You know. <clears throat> so when he finally quit, <laughs> Rose is like, "Well, we're going to say nice things about him." I was like, "Nah, I don't think you need to. I think you can just say goodbye and good luck. <laughs> good luck in your future endeavors." So anyway, apparently, and Frank was watching me. They started giving speeches, and I just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a farewell breakfast. Everybody say goodbye. So I'm like, I'm not saying anything nice. It's like Thumper's yes. mom taught me. I can't say anything at all. <laughs> it's very on brand for you. I like it. Yeah, to attribute it to Thumper's mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, just the whole thing. That was just icing on the cake. Yeah, because you, you're just sitting there going, yeah, I, I'm not even going to try and lie. Because uh, I honestly, it's like, what are you going to say? See ya. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> I wouldn't even go that far. <laughs> but we've had discussions since where it's like, you know, did anybody like this guy? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> it's like people are telling me this. As long as he did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. You keep quitting as often as he did. Eventually, it's going to stick. Oh, it's one of those situations. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm going to take my ball and go home. So it's like, all right, cool. Let me help you to the door, and let me go turn all your stuff off. (laughs) Because I can do that. Oh, yeah, they were like, you've turned off? I go, the second he walked out the door, his stuff was dead. All permissions gone, everything gone. No permiso. Speaking of mm. Spanish, how's the uh, the taco logo? I think I got it done. Again, I was going to do all that starting night until I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. No, I think it's done. I think it's actually done and good. They fuckers took down King Fu. What? At the request of Sony. So I'm going to wait a couple of days and I'm going to put it back up. And how, I'm just going to remove Sony the tags. Have... Oh, is it, was it Elvis? Elvis? Oh. Yeah, so I'll just take all those tags out. Yeah, I mean, okay. That's... Yeah, because I was like going, oh, they got another Kirby. And it's like, 
per, per the request of Sony, the copyright holder. I'm like, no, there's no rights here. <laughs> you know, I'll take Elvis's and Elvis Presley's name off of there, but the rest of it is completely is all me and Bruce and that yeah. happen. That's yeah. I need to order one of those. Well, you can't right now. Well, I know. I when, tell me when you put it back up and then I'll <laughs> order one. Because I'm going to put up Van Gogh. Uh, I guess the, the sunflower is mine. Like That's that one. one. That's a good one. I have one of like Benjamin Franklin. When in doubt, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll pull some of those out and throw all that up there. And then, of course, Dame Tacos or Dame Muerte. I have a suggestion. Take it for what mm -hmm. you will. There's a there's a quote I've seen attributed to uh, Albert Einstein, and I'll have to see if it's actually true, but it's God does not play dice with the universe. And I love okay. That quote. Uh, loved That's Albert a good Einstein one. With, I already with, have with an Albert Einstein drawing. a deck of cards. With, <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. I got it. I have an Albert Einstein in this. Coming in so. hot. <laughs> yeah, coming in. He's kind of doing one of these things because it was explaining relativity. It's like... Uh, Put your hand on a hot stove for a second. It feels like an hour. Spend an hour with a pretty girl. It seems like a second. Ooh, that's, that's good relativity. One. That's good. Like yeah. That. That's strong. And then that's why he's Albert Einstein and I'm not. Yeah. Charles Darwin. I'm feeling poorly today and hate everybody and everything. <laughs> I paraphrase. There's more to it. That's a good one, too. So That's funny. We gotta find and then some there's more one about yeah. misanthropic quotes. The misanthropic collection. I was just going to call them quotables, but that one works too. I've got Pablo Picasso. I want to live like a poor man with lots of money. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that could be fun. And then, you know, it's not copyright. I mean, shit. There's like a thousand of those things on Etsy. So I think I could be okay to do a little cartoon thing. On the, on I just the... have an idea. Uh -huh. <laughs> Off screen. No, no. I'll tell. I'll tell you. <laughs> Not like the Trump T, uh, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> the perfect letter, a perfect letter. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'd sell a thousand of them. I've been put in that dark blue and red and the, those those bold just put, perfect. Just put that big T and a perfect letter. <laughs> T T capital T. <laughs> <laughs> and watch the money come in. Watch the money. I so want that guy to go to jail. Oh, me too. <laughs> uh, it's like this is the sad thing. You've seen that the the Second Amendment gun people have just run out of arguments. It's like the, the you can't sue the doors. You can't do well security and banks because they got to shut up a bank. You know, it's just. It's like eventually you're going to have to say eh, it is the guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to shoot yourself into a corner. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's just, I, I, I find myself listening to more political radio than I want to just because mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by like the dumpster fire that the whole thing is. And like, I'll listen to like POTUS. POTUS is good. POTUS is POTUS fairly is middle of the road. because it's very much middle of the road. And then I'll flip up one to Patriot, and I got five oh, minutes, and I'm out. I can't even make it five. Because <sighs> you're just, and the leftists, and you're like, oh, my God. Marxist. And it's and like. Then, then you go up, what, two to a progress? 
Oh, have you ever stopped? Have you ever stopped on Urban in the morning and listened to Joe Madison? No. Is he the oh, is he the uh, Iron Eagle? Yes. Yeah, is yes. it? Yes. I've heard him him do the I'm this the the. Yes. Okay. Tune in some morning to him. He's fun. Okay. Some mornings he's really ramped up. Some mornings he's mellow. You never know which one you're going to get. But okay. uh, I've spent that five minutes on the Black know, Eagle. Is it the Black Eagle or whatever? I've his... Yeah, I think I think it's the Black Eagle. Okay. Uh, yeah, but there with, after my five minutes of Breitbart news, I'm up. Okay, I got to get something to. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going up to Fight Nation and listen to the guys talk about pro wrestling for a while now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm actually looking up the guy. To see if I can. Because I've heard him like doing the uh, ads for his show. That's why I'm, I want to make sure it's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. I just can't remember which uh, adjective it is is correct. Um, I, I also like uh, Julie Mason on POTUS. Uh, I'm glad they moved her back to afternoons. I'm not because I enjoyed her in the mornings. On my <laughs> uh, she was a bit much for me in the mornings. She just, there's just, she's, I think she's oh, just God, a, too early for this. <laughs> she's just a good old broad, is what she is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, I like her better in the afternoons. Urban voices, right? Yeah, something like that. Urban view. Urban view, that's it. Okay, here we go. I noticed when I was logging in, there's apparently some new features you can add to, like, you know, fancy up your screen for your for your live streams. So I'll see if I can't do that for okay. next time. Joe Madison, the Black Eagle. There it is. He's got some interesting verbal tics, too. He'll get, like, when he gets wound up, and, 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 and he'll get stuck in an and loop for a couple of minutes. <laughs> but, but he's interesting. Very interesting. And it's another perspective. That's the, the point of all this is trying to get as many perspectives as possible. And Which is why I'm following Hasidic rabbis. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. Oh, my God. It's a TikTok video. Is they're, they're getting their kitchens ready for Passover. Not, it's on Instagram. Um, but in order to get the kitchen kosher, mm-hmm. these guys have got like a acetylene torch that they're taking to their countertop. I've seen that. I was like, a dude's going to burn down the house. It's like, oh no, he's getting things ready for Passover. It's like, I don't know anything about Passover. I didn't know you set your kitchen on fire. <laughs> we were watching one of the home improvement shows one night, and the woman needed a kosher kitchen in the house. And so they had like, it was essentially two kitchens. Yes. They had one, yes, one, yes, yes. Like one side for preparing kosher, and one side for not. I'm like, what is happening? Yes. Oh, yes. And you're like, man, the, that's why it's it's kind of fun to watch like the super orthodox because, you know, I know plenty of Jews who don't keep anything close to kosher. Uh, a couple of Muslims, too, who don't. Uh, <laughs> Allah. <laughs> Enjoy a pulled pork sandwich? <laughs> yes. Are you supposed to be drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what of it, you know? Is that bacon? Good Lord, man. <laughs> All the Ramadans. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah to the Passovers. And we love this say to Ramadans. <laughs> Don't we, folks? Ramadan. 
That guy is so good. I mean, <laughs> just so good. I'm actually only reason I'd be looking forward to Trump running for president is is to see him do the political the debate cycle on SNL. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's sad. But yeah, it is sad because he also does Biden. So <laughs> oh, so I have to pre-tape those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just bring Woody in for a few episodes. So we get somebody up to I actually liked Woody's Biden. I thought <laughs> was Woody's all, was funny. All teeth. <laughs> and uh, back in the uh, 19 Dama Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see something just complete, something like old school SNL, like let's have Punky Johnson be Biden. Just put the white <laughs> wig on her and send her out there. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> you know, like like Ackroyd never even really pretended when he was Nixon. It was just Ackroyd blustering. Oh. <laughs> that was all it was. <laughs> Chevy Chase is Gerald Ford. <laughs> it's just Chevy falling off a of high stuff. Chevy doing high spots. <laughs> That's right. All pre-addiction days. Pre-addiction days. <laughs> yeah. Or is right. Carter with the mustache? <laughs> It's okay. Uh, I've fallen into the nuclear reactor. Alright, for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about now, go find old SNL clips from season one or two. Uh, it's the Three Mile Island episode. You'll thank yes. us next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one in the giant mutant lobsters. Um you said before you don't remember seeing um who was the first snl presidential impressionist who wore makeup that like okay so we we got through we're through ford carter probably who did reagan first i mean phil hartman did reagan right Phil hartman did reagan somebody had to do him before phil hartman though i you know that's that at that point where he met in like Piscopo. I think it was Piscopo that did You're it. You're right. I think it was. And he was more like, you know, Italian Piscopo <laughs> Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. He was more wise I, guy Reagan. Yes, he was. Uh, and then Hartman did, you know, the mm. one where, well, I don't yeah. know. And they'd leave the room and he'd go, okay, here's the plan. Yeah. Gonna- <laughs> it was very Machiavellian. Oh, jelly beans. Thank you, mama. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I was right. And then it was Dana Carvey doing Bush. He did Reagan or Bush? Yeah, he did Bush. Bush. And Perot. Mm-hmm. Can I finish? Then, Can I finish? <laughs> Can I finish? And then Phil Hartman did Clinton. Clinton. And then what's his face did Clinton? Uh, who's the announcer now? Whose name I cannot think oh, Darryl of. Daryl Hammond. Yep. Okay. Actually, one of Daryl Hammond is is the uh, the Pizza Hut commercial his pizza cheeseburger pizza as uh donald trump and he tried the new hamburger pizza because and cut no mr <laughs> trump you got it wrong and there's one where he just stands there <laughs> just, i think we did it it looks fabulous let's go okay let's do another one jeezy christy <laughs> Oh, so Joe Piscopo, we believe, was the first SNL president portrayer who wore makeup. 
Hey, I, think that's I remember right. Billy Crystal doing Sammy Davis Jr. Bam. in Bam. full blackface. Oh, yeah. Right. Be fun. Another Pardon. fun one. Question. Hey, Billy, <laughs> let's talk about your uh, your blackface work as Sammy Davis Jr. Well, I uh, <laughs> watched him try and weasel out of that. I played a gay character on television. Can we talk about that instead? And please, please, let's talk about that instead. <laughs> I was pregnant in a movie directed by Joan Rivers. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Anything about me in full blackface doing Sammy Davis Jr., which is sad because it was a fabulous impression. <laughs> it really was. It really was. It really, really was. Uh, I try and like, tell the boys, like, you know, they don't get why we, as a generation, love Eddie Murphy so much. I'm like... There was a period of time when that dude was the funniest human being on the planet. Period. End of conversation. At least for us. And oh, like, yeah. and I, <laughs> I will find myself occasionally breaking out the uh, the uh, ebony and ivory routine where he did with uh, he did Stevie Wonder and Piscopo did Frank Sinatra. <laughs> you are black and I am white. white. You are blind as a bat and I've got, I sight. got sight. Hey. Side by side, you are my amigo. Let's not fight. You can't get that on here now. <laughs> I don't know. They did the mime thing in the cars. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can suck it. <laughs> hey, hey. I don't like you did that with two hands. <laughs> eat, eat my puss. <laughs> Well, the Sally O'Malley sketch the other night when she I like hiked her pants. Huh? I, I didn't catch that one yet. It was, it was after about half a... it was after the second musical number, and she came out and did Sally O'Malley, and she was the Jonas Brothers new musical or her their new choreographer. Oh no. and she and can she, kick and she can and she pulled her pants up to like here, and there was <laughs> visible camel toe. <laughs> And Bowen Yang's choreographer character said, I spent my entire life trying not to see what I just witnessed. <laughs> and, oh, I saw it. The, and the she said, and she said, and she said, the Grand Canyon's got nothing on me. While she's standing there stressed out with her pants up around her. And, and I'm like, wow, wow, Sally, what's going on? Yeah. Oh man! It was, and then she had the Joe Bros come out in the red, the red suits, and she like started her. hiking, and she started pulling up on them. So they were like, we had moose knuckle and camel toe. It was, uh, it was quite a sketch. I don't know how, but they have seemed to have gotten more. I don't know if edgy is quite the right word, but uh, it maybe absurdist is it. It's more absurdist. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a, a more of a. Um, more of that for, and I like it when they do that when they lean into that more instead of oh the, tra the stuff tra over and over. Travis Kelsey's American Doll sketch. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She's on the pill. <laughs> <laughs> they can never let Keenan Thompson leave that show because he reacts better than anybody else. <laughs> I like the one the game show. <laughs> What is he afraid of? Oh, have you ever seen him in the garage? You know it's spiders. What are you sure goes here? The subs fought of all that. <laughs> and they cut to the audience, and it's his, his dad's feeding his wheelchair-bound mother. Yes. <laughs> for like 10 seconds. And it took that long for it to process. That that's uh -huh. like, oh, that was really well done, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's dark. 
really was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been Nixon. some good stuff. This- Tony Rosado. Holy shit. Wow. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I pulled up Saturday Night Live presidents to kind of see oh, okay. if there's anything. Did we miss anybody? Well, let's see. You've got uh, Dan Aykroyd as Carter. Piscopo as Carter. Carvey as pa- Carter. Carvey? Chevy Chase as Reagan? Let, like, maybe when he came back to host? I don't mm. know. Charles Rocket supposedly did <laughs> Reagan, but it's not like anybody saw those. Well, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, Charles, I can. Oh, he's dead. Never mind. Um... Uh-huh. Randy Quaid played Reagan. Oh, that's right. During that misbegotten season. <laughs> oh, wow. That's right. I kind of tried to block that whole season out of my head. Dana Carvey, Dana Carvey, Fred Armisen is H.W. Uh, Hartman. Oh, Michael McKeon did Clinton. Chris what? Elliott. Okay, I would like to see Chris Elliott's Clinton. I don't remember that, but you know. And then the Hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the best W was uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Strategery. Strategery. <laughs> Barack Obama, Fred Armisen, mm-hmm. Jay Farrow, Chris Red. I liked Jay Farrow's. That was good. Jay Farrow, all of his impressions were great. Yeah. yeah. There's a clip I, I saw the other day of uh, it was on one of the talk shows and they were doing like impression roulette or something. And they had uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart fighting over the check, over who's <laughs> going to pay the check. And he busted into Kevin Hart like immediately and just started. <laughs> and then. And then suddenly just switched into the rock. And you're like, no. And it was amazing. I was just like, wow, that you can do that that quickly is just, that's amazing to me. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. No, yeah, he was good. Uh, well, he's got, I did, they, I caught the, uh, the <laughs> Bill Hader doing the, for 39 cents a day, for the price of a cup of coffee. You can feed the starving people. Hey, man, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, so send, um, you know, this or a check. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you don't take a check. You settle for a check. <laughs> I, saw, I was I was scrolling through uh, Instagram the other day, and there was a, there was a clip from Mad TV. You remember Stuart? 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 Yes. Big, uh, and it was, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> that's the one. And it was, it, it was Those the guy that, creepy. they Those were, were, but it was the guy that played Stuart was like doing kind of like the behind the scenes while the scene was playing on, on thing. And he, so somebody, there's a third person in the sketch, not just him and the woman that played his mom, Mo, whatever it was. And he walks through and it's clear that Stuart is supposed to have farted in the room as the guy walks through. And he was like, if I had known Mr. Whatever is going to be coming, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have let out a, a hiney, a fanny burp. And that was not in the script. And you can see the woman that played his mom trying everything in her power not to break. And then they get into this like whole like fart conversation that I'm sure 90% of it was, they were just making it up as they went along, trying to get each other to break. And then she goes, well, just so you know, I've been farting this whole time we've been talking because me too. It's a special family recipe, and and she just went like, that was it. That was she was done. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, so should we go out on <laughs> special family recipe? Yeah, let's let's go on a fanny burps. <laughs> Going out on fanny burps. All right. There we go. There so we that's go. episode fifty-eight of Slurp Toast Podcast. Uh, an episode with no direction, <laughs> but we still and managed to go for an hour and a and half. It, showed. it did. <laughs> we thank you for listening, for watching, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>